0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand.
1: Hockey. Yeah, yeah,
0: My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Another exciting edition of Judd's Hockey Podcast. Uh, Zolgad, Lindsey Brown, Declan Goff. Let's start here. Okay. Charlie Coyle and Nino, are you glad to see them doing well in the playoffs?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, okay, I well, am. Yes. Uh, I I yes. think it's hilarious. Hot take us. Go ahead. This I don't is care. this is very Charlie Coyle though. This is peak peak Charlie Coyle of him showing you what he could have been. Uh, and he, so uh, Charlie Tease Coyle, as I like to call him, he's just a tease. And uh, he goes out and scores five goals in his last uh, four or five games here. Game tying goal, game winning goal. Guy just guys just putting in big goals. Uh, Nito got off to a slow start in that first round of the series. He was actually held in check for a little bit. But uh, you knew he was gonna eventually turn it on. I'm totally fine with it, uh, especially because we got Ryan Donato back in the Coil trade. I don't feel any like shortchanged that Charlie Coil is doing well. That's totally fine with me. Uh, but with Nino, yeah, I, the whole Victor Rask thing. If, if he can learn to skate this summer again, you know, oh well, yeah, a it's a bad sign. trade. It's a bad trade. It's a bad trade. Yeah, Lindsay.
1: But also, when they made that trade for Nino, like. The the Carolina Hurricanes weren't exactly in a playoff mindset. It's not that they weren't, but it wasn't the same mindset that Boston was doing where they're trying to fortify that third line, which is why Charlie is succeeding. Charlie could have done that here. But the right. problem is he was never put in that position because he had different expectations when he was wearing a Minnesota Wild sweater. They were expecting him to be a goal scorer, to be a constant contributor, a player that the team leaned on for production, and he was not that player. And in Boston, he's not expected to be that player and is playing just... You can just see it. He's playing free. Mm-hmm. He is not overthinking it, other than that really bad turnover the other night. But the thing that is... Was a bad pass. It, it was a bad It was a bad pass. But you have... You know, every game is covered by is is on national TV. So you have you have the big names coming out to talk for, talk about the game. When you listen to those Boston Bruins games and the way that these that these color commentators are describing him and talking about him, he he's the their best player right now. Charlie Coyle is. Yeah,
2: he's been really good.
1: And. I am super happy for both of them because it's not that we don't think they're good players. And it's not that we didn't think that they weren't going to be successful somewhere else. It's just frustrating as fans and obviously as media members to be like, not only are they being solid contributors, but they're being every night on the stat sheet or at least making a difference in some way, shape, or form. And I think that's frustrating. But like Declan said, we have Donato. We got some pieces back. And you know what? Maybe in a few years, we're, we're that same thing. But... Right now, I'm happy for them. Good for them.
2: Good for them.
0: Here's my coil conundrum here. Coil conundrum. It's a two-part thing. Nice column. How much of the – he's being put on the ice in a position to succeed, Mm -hmm. which is great because he's doing it. Uh, How much of his success now in the playoffs has to do with that and how much also has to do with the fact that the dynamic in that room for the Bruins is probably very different than here because I always felt that Charlie was one of – in the group of guys who was in that, you're going to lead someday, kid. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lead someday, kid. And it's not here. And Coyle um, – and this was partially his fault, I'm sure, too. But he sort of shrank then. And because you never had that that group that then be like, bleep this, we're in charge, move back, veterans. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But how much of Coyle's success in Boston is based on, on the fact that he's being used by Cassidy in a very smart way and that allows him to succeed – but he's also, I feel like, being emboldened, emboldened there in that room, which I don't think ever came close to happening here.
2: I think with Coyle, he was Mr. Nice Guy, right? I mean, he was he. I, he could get in that vote uh, that that room where he would he would be passive and he would coast a little bit with his leadership. And and yes, he probably was thought of maybe highly of, more highly of than we thought. I don't know what the dynamic is of him in Boston in the locker room because obviously we don't talk to him anymore. But uh, I, I would say his play on the ice, though. Is, I think his did, role,
0: though, is very clear yes. on the ice and
2: off. Right.
1: And they have a culture over yes. in Boston, too. That's a, very, a... Distinct very distinct culture. Very distinct. And that's where – it's not that Minnesota Wild have a toxic culture. Sometimes they do, but they don't really have a culture, period. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that, that has made Boston so successful is just – not we've tried to retain a core here and try to build something, but Boston has been able to retain that core that did win that that cup in what was it 2012 I believe or no that was LA Kings was 2012 they were 2011 13 13? 11 or 13 11 or 13 like when they uh, when they beat the Vancouver Canucks and get in seven games and then they had to like stay in the arena for four hours after the game seven oh,
0: because yeah I mean who wouldn't burn but, down their town if but, if you were a fan of a team and they lost
1: but the thing is is that on that team on the Boston Bruins. The person that really stirs the pot on that team is Brad Marchand. He's the one, and he's a controversial figure, but if I bet you if you asked any player in the Boston Bruins or anybody in the Boston media that spends a lot of time, as cheap and as kind of weird that he is as a player, A, he's good, but B... He's probably extremely well liked in the locker room, and you can see that he's he he has really good relationships with Bergeron, with Chara, who they won a cup you know almost a decade ago with. But you see him; he's really close with David with David Pasternak. He's very close with, with Tori Krug. All these players that have been implemented afterwards. Right. So you have a mix of an old and a new, but more importantly, the older players know how to be successful and know that they need the younger players and some of the players who may have been cast off, like Charlie Coyle, and no noticing like, hey, your confidence isn't great and isn't super high. But we're on like a 20-game point streak, and we're about to head into the playoffs. And by the way, we have probably the most solid roster, arguably, in the league at that point. The only roster I can really think at that point is Tampa, where it's that depth crazy. But I just think it's literally – it's a cultural difference at Boston because Boston's just – you win, and they know what the culture is, and it's it's his home. That's where he's from.
0: Right. Well, yeah, that – but that can be good and bad. Yes, like it's for good some for him people, right now. It, it can be good. Mm-hmm. I, I just think I don't think that we should lose sight of the fact that the dynamic off the ice with that team is playing a key role here. Absolutely. And, and there's there's lessons to be learned there. And this all goes back to who leads your team, mm-hmm. who is in charge. Because as we all know, in this sport, off the ice is incredibly important too. Incredibly right. important. And, and if you empower people, you can get even if they're, as Declan said, a passive person mm-hmm. at times and not the most dynamic, if you empower them, it can completely change things. And then if you combine that with, okay, kid, and here's here's your role, and it's going right. to make perfect sense. And you don't so, have to be the
1: vocal leader. Which is
0: why, it, which is why. and I think we discussed this on the podcast as well, it started to drive you crazy at times when Charlie would be a center for two months, and then he'd mm-hmm. be a wing, and then yeah. he'd be a first liner, and then he was struggling, so he'd be a third or fourth line, you know, and it was all of these, these buttons that the wild tried to push but you said to yourself if you ever had this dynamic just right Right. and could put him in a position and and not just him players in general put them in a position to not only succeed in how they're used during the course of games but also say here's what we expect yes and i and i think the wild probably says that but i don't know that they can that they've ever really consistently achieved that message correctly.
1: It's the self-policing. It's the... it's the Everybody says we have A, B, and C for expectations or goals, but it's the actual holding yourself and having the balls to hold others accountable because everybody is a professional in that locker room. Everybody has done good things, and there's an obvious hierarchy, but when it comes to stuff like this and it comes to the playoffs, sometimes you're going to have guys that are performing that weren't a big part of your production during the regular season. Charlie Coyle's a great example of that. And... When that happens, you can't defer to yourself if you're not producing. Like if you're if you're if you're a player in the Boston Bruins that usually produces a lot, and you see Charlie Coyle get at doing what he is doing, you can't expect to go into the locker room saying this is my team right now. You have to ride whatever person. Or people are driving that team, and that's what Boston has has succeeded in doing over the years. Had succeeded when they won that championship, and you're seeing elements of that same type of championship mentality through the series that we're watching right now. It's 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 been a great second round so far, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think too with with NHL playoffs, you always have secondary players that show up too. Mm-hmm. So Coil's not necessarily on that top line, and and he is having a nice little role where he's able to succeed. I mean, the goalie scored the other night, where he just dives in on the near side or on the far side, I should say, and then and then slices in and pops. In. I mean, it's a gorgeous goal. It's just it's right, uh, right. You're, you're a in a good play. position.
1: Yeah. you're you're in position to succeed. And, and when you're playing willy nilly and free, it's it's easy to find yourself in those positions rather than like slogging on the back check, back and forth, back and forth, and trying to get something going.
2: And I think it's so different too, like the dynamic in Boston's locker room and Carolina's locker room, where when they made that Nino trade, something clicked.
1: Mm-hmm. and the every, jerks, the
2: jerks mm-hmm. and it's a different dynamic. It's not a veteran group. It's nope. not a playoff test you know group. Got?
0: Fun. Well,
1: why not us mentality?
0: And and one very key guy.
1: Yep, Mr. Game Justin 7. Justin
0: Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Game 7. But, I mean, he makes yeah, he that makes makes guy in the playoffs. The
1: most clutch player I think I've seen in sports, honestly. Well, and
0: it's just it, a guy like that, you know, everyone can look at that guy and be like, oh, okay, I get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and he has the expectation now, too. Far,
0: and think about how far this team has been from having even close to that person.
1: Right? right. Exactly. Like who's
0: ever been that person here where, where you said to yourself and, and 2003 was different because that, that was a collection of guys who worked really hard.
1: That's like Vegas last but year. It I'm just saying, happened to happen
0: in the Parisi suitor era. Who's been a person that you could look at in that room and been like, okay, that's the get it guy. That's the guy that everybody can look at at times when things aren't going well and be like, It'll be fine.
1: Yeah, get on my back. I'll I'll yeah. take us Who's to the that? promised land.
0: No one, no one no.
1: on this era. No, no one. I would say that it's not Jason Zucker last year, maybe.
2: Gross. No. Kind
1: of. But you can. But the thing is, is like when players are hot or if they're producing, oh, sure. it, no, it's saying, easy to buy in. I'm it. saying
0: the mentality though. Oh, like like he was scoring goals. Where,
1: where you expect Justin it from Williams
0: someone. has a look in his eye. Mm-hmm. They they got done their first round win. He came in and cried, like it was that it meant that much. Well, he, he sat down and cried, and it was awesome it was right. great but it was but i think it was also that exhausting where he's mm-hmm. like we got through 7 games played my old team the capitals went to double ot but the level of of his caring is yeah. off the charts he
1: he's he's definitely the marionette master in terms of Amen. making sure those young players are staying within themselves and playing because carolina it, it's a very different mentality than it is from boston or pretty much any other team because they're the ones that really hard-railed themselves into the playoffs and had the huge upset and had all of these things and has a roster that, on paper, doesn't look that great. But clearly, they have that why not us, why not now attitude where they believe in themselves so much, and that's a direct credit to Justin Williams because that mentality does not – that might be introduced by the coaches, but that has to be tended to and guarded by those leaders and specifically Justin Williams to keep those – because – when it's a seven-game series, especially after what was it was Game Six, they got blown out. Yes, it's easy to be like, "Well, I guess that's that it, guys. It. That's right. We made we 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 took a good run. It's respectable. We're going to be on a list next year where we'll actually be expected to do well. This is great. We're making progress." And they got their asses kicked,
0: and they also went down and came back to and won.
1: Yeah, exactly. To
0: in Game Seven, in Washington,
1: exactly, and end up winning in overtime. That. Takes resilience and that takes a leadership that is so unique and so valuable, and that oh, it can't always be tapped into, it can, it's always a presence, but it's not always going to be able to be tapped in. It's like a maple tree sometimes there's a a lot of it, sometimes there's not, it just depends,
2: right? I think if uh, the, the comparison for Justin Williams, and especially back with that 03 team, and I know a lot of people different different construction, different eras, but Cliff Ronning, when he yeah. got into oh, that team, Cliff. he was there for that just one season, yep. and he was a veteran guy that had been tested before, and I think he was someone that everyone probably did gravitate towards and was maybe the little X factor in that young group of players that had an amazing run into the Western Conference Finals. I think that would probably be the only time. I mean, like, Owen Nolan was on the tail end of his career, and the Wild weren't making the playoffs then. So, like, I would say that would be the only... The only case where we, our version of a Justin Williams would, would probably have be been Cliff Ronning in 03.
0: Walls I, walls, keep. Walls, too, a
2: little so bit. Yes,
1: Close. and then yeah. later on... and none of. really. No, ironically, mm-hmm. right. like you said, Judd, these are all before Zach and Ryan oh, yeah. suited, or, uh, I can't, showed up. I can't think of one. Ryan Ralston. Do you remember? Yeah, when Raleigh. he put him in the shootout, and he would just go out there and take a clapper, and yeah. then he would... Yeah. Oh, my God. The best... Start. If you... What an absolute just boss move to do that, and just the confidence that brings the yeah. team.
2: They had a good little uh, during the shootouts. They had a good era of Pierre Marc Bouchard and Brian Ralson. I, I would well, imagine And Koi we were,
0: shot worked, and Koivu yeah. shot that worked. was unstoppable. The backhand then toe drag right. worked. It worked. But you know, I I go back and and in in West Walls case, for instance, Wes Walls was wired so tight, but people respected him, and so it works.
1: Well, he's a small guy that made a huge career out of a league well, that, that was not built for him.
0: Against the Avs,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: Forsberg matchup, he was incredible, yeah. and Forsberg was going crazy. Yeah, Peter but
1: Forsberg th- and Joe Sakic, and, right.
0: and that. But that backtracks to if you're going to be in a playoff series like that, you've got to have at least one guy or a yes. few guys that can frustrate teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Walls was he, he was defensively locked down, but Forsberg also was going crazy because yes. he couldn't do a thing; he couldn't move.
1: And that's the thing. They don't have anybody in that locker room that being the Minnesota Wild uh that ha- other than probably Nick Felino, that has that like agitator mentality that Marcus. that right? sorry his his brother okay. Nick his I brother. The Nick. Yes, too. be right. Um that has everybody has the ability to be the agitator but not everybody has the ability to be the agitator and not morph their game around it. Like so Brad like I said Brad Martian, he's a very good player and he's an agitator but he, when he starts to get into people's heads, he doesn't get away from his game. That's where you see problems with that's That's one of the problems Charlie Coyle had back in the day because when he started to throw his weight around, especially in the playoffs, his game would just turn into, I'm just going to hit people. That's all I'm going to do. That's the difference.
2: Totally lost my train of thought. Game of Thrones probably. Not Game of Thrones, but something with the Wild. Oh, oh, it was when I think the Wild wanted... Matt Cook to be that guy, yeah, and and him, he man. wasn't. Yeah, it's 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 other uh, substances. I've clearly right. had of brain that. damage that yeah, really short term memory is not uh, my forte for Cold a lot alcohol. of reasons. And yeah, the alcohol <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think they wanted Matt Cook to be that guy, and yeah. and he wasn't. Oh. He just wasn't, and everyone d- despised him, and and he was bought out.
0: And uh, no, But guys who are going to yeah. get suspended for cheap shots aren't that guy. No, but I think right? he did. And he was
1: kind of rehabilitated yeah. at that point. His but, image was a little bit different than yes. what it was but in the, Pittsburgh. But the
0: hit on Barry still to, to this day in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. right. Seriously got him suspended for what, like five games or something? Mm-hmm. That was still cheap. But I go down that list of like a Cook, a Wilson, who's a really good player.
1: Excellent player.
0: Kadri. Yep. those guys to me aren't the they aren't the guys that you bring into a room and and people have immediate respect for though. No, they're That's secondary. To, they have secondary to earn it. and they can mm-hmm. agitate, but they can also do stupid
1: things. Right. And, and Cadre was a prime example. Yeah.
0: And I think if you're known, I think if you are known for being suspended or dishing out cheap shots, the respect in those rooms does not exist. Like teams know what
1: within the, the locker room. Yeah, I, I think, think they still respect them. Don't you?
0: I don't think they respect them though in in the way of of guys who are going to step in in, in a playoffs series and lead Mm. justin williams takes this to a different level and there are guys like that he's
1: not a cheap player no
0: no he's not what i'm saying is if you're a cheap player and you get signed or traded to a team if you step into the room like if cadre got traded to the wild in june
1: which is a very distinct possibility
0: he would walk in and the team would know what he could provide but there would not be a you are you are a core leader guy look about him he would give you what he gives you but there's a whole nother level of players who lb you were discussing who players automatically gravitate to and Mm -hmm. respect and i think if you've been suspended you're not that guy
1: i think it depends i think so it it depends on if they're with the same team for their duration of their career if they've been traded because matt cook at that point had been on a few teams yep um, obviously, I, Tom Wilson's only really played with Washington. Kadri only with Toronto. Marsham with Boston. I think it also depends. You see a lot of these guys who end up being agitators that they don't often start in the league with that type of road. They try to be that superstar, just like everybody else. They try to go, but sometimes you have to learn how to – you know, change your game to get yourself in the lineup consistently and not just in the lineup, but on a line in which there are other people that can help support you and help you produce. Because it's one thing to be on fourth line and get spotty shifts and you're just expected to just, you know, don't mess up and just keep, keep the status quo. But – a lot of those cheap shots and stuff too are a direct response to like, say another cheap shot against one of their players. It's more of a defensive thing for them being like, hey, I'm going to make sure you're not supposed to do that self-policing. Maybe this is a different way instead of you know, dropping the mitts like they did 15, 20 years ago, every time somebody was offended or by something out there. Maybe this is what it is, and whether that's good or bad, it depends on what the what the situation is. But I don't. I think they're respect. I, I I would have a hard time believing that Brad is not respected. Marchand. Tom I Wilson think Pop probably
0: is. I think Wilson's probably not. No, I can't stand him. He plays to hurt people. But yes, we, like all the slew footing and 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 the subtle. Drive by, right? But this is us in Minnesota
1: in seeing all these things. But right. in Washington, he might be—he could be a, well, a hero, basically. I, th-
0: I think if he ste- I think if he got traded here, he, he would certainly contribute and be a nice player to have. I don't think he's the type of player that I'm talking about, though. That, that in a playoff, in, in the course of a playoff series, when things go wrong, that a team can look at and say, like, "Oh, I get it. No, we'll be fine." He,
1: no, he's a product of his environment, exactly because That's, because they have other scoring, other places, so we can do that. You're right. In and that sense, yes, and
0: I really think in this sport especially, there are different tiers of people and guys mm-hmm. who, who have different roles. And and there's only so much... They could probably go outside those roles, which is why you can't just step in and say, I'm going to lead you guys. Because players are like, no, you're not that guy. Right. But... Uh, the Wild just hasn't had I, I don't think really in the pseudo Parisi era they've had that person. No they've, they haven't yet. Dex is right, they've tried. They've tried. So which worked. which series in, in were early in the uh, fourth second round series, which series intrigues us most so far? I can't believe Carolina's up too well considering their circumstances. Did you see all the posts the Islanders hit on Sunday? Yes. And again, the non hockey fan will be like, That's why I hate hockey. Yeah. It's all or- well, but you know what? Okay. Or when, uh,
2: or or when Carolina went down, and I forget whose stick it went off for the own goal. Like it was on the power play, and the Islanders scored the first goal. You yep. know, another one where he just centered it on, and Carolina hit it in the back of their own net off of their own. And Morazik's hurt now too. Yeah, and that's that's it's a weird oh, bit
1: too. I I was watching I that on my way here because I, I was watching the game and then I was kind of doing things and 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 all of a sudden he wasn't in there. I'm like, well, what the heck? So I go on Twitter to try to find it, and no, usually when something happens like that, there's video, there's gifs everywhere of, of the actual thing. Uh, I saw what they think is the actual play, and it's uh, a play in which he actually doesn't make a collision with anyone. Nobody runs into him, but it's just there's a, the, puck, the puck carriers on one side, and then there's a pass across in an attempt to go to the back door, and he goes over. The the shot never comes, but you can see his left leg outstretched a little bit, and then you see him kind of awkwardly do it. I'm like, as a goalie, I know exactly what it is. I know okay. he, it's something that popped, and I'm guessing it's either it's hip or knee. Oh. And and it's something that either has been a problem for a while that they've been trying to just basically you know damage control, sure. but clearly he took himself right off and he was not he was very frustrated. And I think
2: Moore said too, even before that play, he looked a little shaken H- up. Yeah, he so was. So something a little bit. something else happened before then mm-hmm. that also contributed yeah. to the fact that and, he left the game.
1: And uh, most and and the guy that came in, I have no idea McHenry. who he is. Curtis but McElhaney. great number who the that Leafs
0: Put. Put on waivers the Maple Leafs, who could have used a backup goalie, put on the waiver wire. I think coming out of training camp, yeah. Carolina picked him up. Carolina basically rehabilitated two goaltenders who were
1: everybody. They weren't goal, bad, but they this, definitely didn't really have roles. Is. This playoffs yeah. goaltender. Just think about who we have:
0: Bennington, Martin Lewis.
1: Jones, who is probably the the one with the best pedigree at this grubauer. point. Grubauer. grubauer You have yeah. Oh, I guess Tuca um, Bishop.
0: Bishop and Tuca are in Bishop, the other. Ben, and then though, right? you
1: have Bennington. Yep, that's a good story.
0: Backup goalie in the HL. Bishop, yep. Bishop.
1: And then I'm trying to think other Eastern. I got it right but, here. But all the all these people, all these Robin Leonard. Yep, Leonard. Although people Islanders. are saying they should they should go they should switch goalies at this point, which is eh. preposterous. Well, yeah. I, I guess
0: Grice, I guess he he had a fantastic. I don't care season. I, no, yeah. I agree with you. But I'm saying they're saying that because Grice had had great uh, stats against the Canes this season. But it's not Leonard's fault in any no. way, shape, or form no, 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 that they're no. down to that, nothing, right? I that's yeah. that's analytics no, Analytics
1: no. people trying to be... Trying to be trying well, he played to really it. well in this arena and so Colum- this weather. So Columbus
0: with Bob, established goaltender. Bob's been playing Boston well, Boston as well with Rask. Islanders as well. And Dallas. But you're,
1: you're nobody's right, Nobody's won a cup, and nobody's really... Yep. I mean, Tuca's well, made too, yeah. a couple right. of deep, deep runs, but... Most of those were products of stronger teams in front of him at least a few years back after they won the cup rather than his play. Historically, he has not been a great playoff goaltender. Tu Rask hasn't. Yep. So that's the thing. This year, that's what's so on. Because he was the crazy.
0: backup to Tim Thomas. Yes, is that correct? Exactly. On the team, the he went, cup.
1: Yep, he was the backup to Can Tim I Thomas. Can I give you
0: guys my team, though? Colorado. Same. Same. I I'm them. on it. First of all, and, and the Joe Thornton story, especially if they played the Bruins, is a great story. But San Jose... I'm bored with they're them. They're fine. Yeah, I'm so bored with well,
1: them. Because of their style. They're yes. not that
0: fast, right? No. Nope. They're not that fast. Burns is, you know, a dynamic player.
1: If he has time and space to and shoot Carlson's, the puck with a clear lane, sure. then he's dynamic. Then he's Otherwise, he's not.
0: And Carlson's fine when the groin's not barking, but it's barking <laughs> sometimes. So there's, like, periods where he'll look really good again. Yeah.
1: Scored last night. But
0: as a fan, the abs are just so much fun. So like, much fun. Like, give me the downside to that team. And by the way, the kid that, that won... The uh, Hobie is incredible. Oh,
2: uh, Marker Cole Marker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's great.
1: Yeah, and they have the fourth so overall, overall pick coming up. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's but, I, but I'm just a fan. Like yeah. I I want to. I don't want to see the Sharks advance. I nope. want to see the Abs advance. The
1: the Abs were my team growing up. Uh, but Abs and Devils actually doesn't take uh, take a lot of brain power to figure out why those two teams were my teams. And I go rush
0: for the Devils and goal and uh, the Abs goaltender. <laughs> yeah, I, and, whoever he was. And
1: and when I would play NHL hits 0-3 which is the greatest NHL game and nobody else can tell me otherwise. Um, I, I was like always I was always the abs, Joe Sakic, Rob Blake and mm-hmm. Peter Forsberg with Patrick Wannett. And so seeing this kind of resurgence resurgence, especially since these last few years were you know, when they drafted McKinnon his rookie year, he was so good. and then oh, yeah. they won the division when it was the first year of the divisions of Patrick Wallace, the coach. yep, and then they face off against the wild and the wild somehow win that playoff series and we think everything's fine and then we're here now, and everything's fine oh, I fine.
0: didn't don't worry, but I was old i I knew that was not they've a good
1: thing. been on like the, they've always. Or at least these last few years, everybody—they're the next ones to really step up. They're gonna—they're like this close to stepping up, and right. once they move to Shane, which they thought was gonna be kind of a semi-rebuild for them because he is a talented player. Clearly, he's performing as well. Unbelievable—he's right. been playing unbelievable uh, for for Columbus. Um, they're kind of on the same type of mentality as Carolina, not as like Kool ish, not as not as feverish, <laughs> but they're very much like. Why not us? Because all the division winners are out. So it, it's anybody's cup. And oh, yeah. So, and that's the thing. And the Western Conference is extremely not Non-hockey vulnerable.
0: fan doesn't like yeah. that. Doesn't like it. Your nope, regular season like is meaningless. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? Not, what? Everything's meaningless. But the Colorado really thing to me
0: it. is a, it's so much fun. And, and the one thing that's frustrating is, and I don't blame them, but the sharks trying to gum up the blue line. Yeah. Like the sharks are going back to trappish ideas. Yeah. Trap trap trap. And I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. They sort of have to, yeah. but that's an indication of the fact that they simply can't keep up. Well, so especially defensively, they,
1: they're so bad defensively in their D zone. They have to try to do something because they when Bur- because Carlson's hurt, he's not 100. No, percent he's not. putting all of his energy towards being offensive because they need to. Correct. And Burns is a liability as a defenseman. No offense, don't I don't. Why pick, did the an announcer?
0: Me. Why did Burns screwed up last night on defense? And the announcer said, you know, a rare, a rare misplay by Brent oh, Burns. <laughs>
1: that's why that it's a about? national. It's a national media call. He's a Norris Trophy finalist, but not for his I defensive told you, play.
0: He should be a finalist yeah. for the Bobby Orr. Trophy. Yep,
1: you're right. You're 100% right. They've got
0: to change this bleeping award system. Like, since when is this guy a defense? And he's a really. He's, great he's incredibly at what he talented. Does. There's yeah. nothing wrong
1: with his game, but it's the fact that he's being grouped in with players that are very different type of defensemen. Absolutely, more so, pure. So,
0: w- which series has UL be the most intrigued?
1: Um, I I, I think the the uh, the Colorado series on the Western Conference side, and um and the Carolina uh, series on the Eastern Conference side. I think the really that the first round was so good, I feel like a little bit, It's this round is a little bit of a reprieve. It's kind of like a, oh, and yeah. everyone's catching their breath. I feel like
0: you're right. And yes. that, and, and you,
1: can that coverage, you can tell by the coverage, you can tell by the enthusiasm. Granted, the games haven't been as high scoring, a lot of tight games. There have been a few overtimes, but I think next round is where it's going to be kind of a big groundswell because then you have all these teams, all of which... Haven't been to a cup final at least in recent history, where all of a sudden they're one step away, and the, and you have old guys in each team where it's like you know the the storyline. It's one last run for the cup for the to, for the legacy, you <laughs> yeah. know. So I think the next yeah. round is going to be the really big uh, another groundswell in terms of just people being into it and just the series in general, because it's not the series are bad. I'm just not as invested as I was in the first round. The Correct. first round was because so intense. I, yeah, it, it was so awesome. intense. And it was great. It's a great it is. problem to it's have. The,
0: it's the exact opposite of basketball. Yes. Like basketball, the first round, you're like, get this done with. Well,
1: you're and like, then it gets basketball more intriguing. until the
0: finals. And then it gets more intriguing. Right. But but the an NBA series in the second round are much more intriguing to watch. Like, the yes. first round was useless.
1: Yes. This thing, State, Houston this has, has watchability. Too. Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: This thing starts off with this just absolute night one, you know, mm-hmm. first round complete race. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, the, these series are good, but I feel the same way. Like, okay, I almost have to take a little bit of a breath. Maybe
1: the teams are too.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, ideally, Western Conference Finals, Colorado, St. Louis.
1: Yes, that would be my dream matchup. Declan?
2: Yeah, I think so. You don't sound invested. Yeah,
0: I don't. I You're don't. Per
1: usual. Why? I, no, you don't like that? I need at to all. let Why?
0: these mature. I don't like the stars. They took. They took. Okay. The team away. Right down. now. Right now. Forget the series maturing personnel wise. <laughs> who do you want to see? Like I want uh, Colorado bad. Yes. I really like Colorado. I want in the ROR finals.
1: versus McKinnon. I want to see it and I want to see a fight.
2: Yes, actually. I, I I do lean towards Colorado oh, because I think it's a cooler story. But I I, it's I a better team. I, it, team. It's a, it's a it's a better team. team. The star power though, I do I even though I give the stars crap, I do like Ben and Sagan. I do like Ben mm-hmm. and Sagan a lot. But Colo- Colorado, like, you just
1: don't like Mr. Green.
2: I don't like Mr. Green. Mr. Green. I, I'm not a big Ben Bishop no, guy either. To be on. completely
0: real, I'm really not. Uh, he's weird. I gotta be honest with you. I I will I will take what you just said and agree on this. I'm afraid he's going to get hurt.
1: Bishop yeah. always does.
0: And if he gets hurt, it hurts the series a lot. Or
1: he just and somehow gets awful, messed up. Well. Which he's which, he ha- which has well, happened
0: Western Conference wise. If you could give me Abs and Blues, I think I'm very happy.
1: I, I think so too, and I think the league itself would be very happy uh, too as well because obviously, you know, they would like it to be in the biggest markets possible. But these team, those two teams that would be involved are definitely no stranger to the league and are very much like legacy type franchises. And the Blues have been
0: up in the finals since uh, the expansion years, right? Yeah, they they went like two or three times. After being an expansion team in '67, and
1: I just want all throwback unis. That's all I want. Oh, those! All blues. I want the,
0: the winter. Those are good. Is it the Blues' winter classic jerseys that they wore? It's sort of a light blue, but it's a, but it's a heritage look. It's a cool,
1: yeah, the I one with the, with the yellow, just the lighter blue with the yellow, and that's yes. it. The oh. best ever.
2: Speaking of that, yes. I Russo had a report that the Wild are pushing very, very hard for the twenty twenty one winter classics it'll I be their that. 20th anniversary i'm gonna go on and a it actually and that they're
1: gonna be passed over for that request <laughs> i mean
2: it's easy to say but it actually <laughs> no,
0: it, don't have the branch break Lindsay. yeah
2: it actually might i think that might actually happen what, i think they, what maybe for the drugs on right now I, it yeah. could i think Batman's it could happen not giving
0: them that i'll game. bookmark
2: this now for an audiogram on 2021 i
0: read the same the same thing which was in a russo mailbag in the athletic which did have an What's interesting point <laughs> I'm kidding. Subscription <laughs> the, Atl- kid. the Atlantic subscription kid, um, which did have a very interesting report that said the Wild was experimenting with a third jersey for next season. Yeah, and then they tried them out on TV. Yeah, that's what so, they like, said. It must have been a, it must have been behind the scenes. They put them on camera, and they said they didn't look good. And they said they looked awful. Yeah, and so no third jersey for 1920 now. But that the tie-in is they might do if they get this, which they won't. If they got the Winter Classic. They would unveil the yep. third jersey, not a special jersey, but a third jersey for that. If that makes yeah, any sense, yeah, that's
1: BS because, it, like, how many new jerseys does do like the Chicago Blackhawks get every year? Well, they, they do a winter on, classic. But they, I know, but that's the thing is that they're right. Some, but no,
0: oh, I'm agreeing with you.
1: Um, I appreciate the offering of a third jersey. How about we get better first and second jerseys, and then maybe we can talk about a third because there are there. I appreciate the work that they did in changing them when they changed over yeah. to the Adidas. It could be better. And to be totally honest, it's not Adidas and it's not the thing. It's the colors. They
0: need to The green? Need. Wait, the home green? I love the home green. You do? Just, yes. No. I like the whites. No. And wear whites at I home like the whites I like the whites, too. Wear whites at home again. I like five. the
1: whites, too, because they simplified it. But I think yes, I agree. they need to either... I want the I want the North Stars green. I don't like the green we have. It's you know too chill. Do know how afraid
0: they are care. doing anything North... Oh, no, I'm with. Lindsay, I'm me. with I'm with I'm with you totally. But they are they run the fact of the matter that they could have a North Stars night and wear them, which they could do easily. Easily, and and take my money. They get so upset about that. Move on. We're not doing it. Uh, Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Who do you want in the finals? Carolina. Like forget our predictions. Yeah, yeah. I'll Just go with who
2: I want. I I I want Carolina and Boston or. Uh, not Carolina and Boston. Yeah, Carolina and Boston. I agree with you. Yes,
0: right. except unless Mrazek's hurt bad, yeah. and Then I might change my and then I might go Islanders and Boston. I don't want. I don't want anything that's going to compromise goaltending. Correct. If I don't have to.
2: That's true.
1: And I kind of want chaos. And
2: Carolina Columbus is, still, I don't know if that would be very good. I
1: kind of want Carolina Columbus just because I know the oh. amount. Everybody what, what, would be so mad. do you want to kill so the sport? Mad. Yeah. Seriously. Why don't we shut I it know. down right now? I know, but Why it would be Why don't we just so, disband the National Hockey League? What if Columbus wins the cup and it's like, and oh my God. It would what? be so funny. Would, why what are you ta- what why it would just be funny, okay. I just think it would be a good bit and but everybody would hate it. So I, I guess I want the Islanders to win the series. I don't know if they're gonna be able to at this point. Right. But That's too – yeah, uh, but
0: stranger things have happened. Uh, the, the yeah, thing they could. Is, and is if Morassik's really hurt, that's going to change the, the gonna, So,
1: yeah, I'll probably – I'd like to see Islanders probably Boston if I if I really was serious about it, and I hope that the Islanders beat. But I hope that Bruins like get the Bruins. right there
0: Bruins and are my Stanley get it
1: ripped right away from right them. I love the Bruins. I hate them.
0: Heritage franchise, they're just great.
1: Ugh, yeah, they're,
0: the worst. They're just kind of blasphemy. Uh, Oh, because you were you went to school out there. Sorry. I went
1: to school out there, and it's not. I love the Boston fans. It's not the team, but it kind of is. I, I've never been a huge fan of of Tuca. Uh, he's fine. He's a, he's a nice dude and whatever, but he's never been like one of the goalies that I gravitated towards, and that 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 ha- holds a very point. large stake in the what, whether or not I like your team, which is weird, but it's rational if you All think right. about it for who I am. But All right, before, I want Boston to be ripped away.
0: Before we wrap it up here, I've got two suggestions that off of things. One, I got the suggestion on Twitter, and I love it. That we should do a whole podcast uh, basically on jerseys. Yes. On I'm, uniforms. And I think we, we could go through and like, rank them, like the yeah. top 10, bottom 10. Um, or we could
1: even go by franchise, be like best jersey the franchise ever has put out, the worst one that the franchise has ever total, put out. Totally
2: down with this. Okay. But, but, uh, of but, but, because I, I am not a huge jersey connoisseur, but I think that would make it fun. That would make it fun because I. As you know, don't give a bleep. So it'll be great. How can my you list, care about? You? My I, I don't list, how you my list will be completely yeah. different.
1: Yeah. No, it's like it's like there's one a, of the things you have to. Lindsay's be right. Fan
2: there, there's a there's a there's a I have a list of jerseys that I really do like. I have a top five, and I will oh, save well, it. Okay, I'll save fine. it. But I but I do not invest myself deep into all thirty teams' jerseys and rank no, them. I, I from, don't. From we top
1: don't top either. Or, but we're
2: it.
0: People do. Okay, calm down. If you have a top five, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I invest myself. Calm down, Joffrey. The Coyotes, I don't give a crap. Um it exists and then the second thing, and we we could actually do this next week, but this question Parisian Suter, if you can go to one this summer and get them to uh-huh. waive their no trade Ooh. which which there is an outside chance they're going to do that Who which and one why? yeah and and let 's go down the path mm-hmm. of which one they should trade and and this is not now a franchise that is married to both these guys, nope. so like this is it's very. It's not very likely that they would waive it, but I could see them being approached. Yes. So let's discuss that next podcast, though. I like it. Absentee. Who would you trade, and what do you think they should get back? Because the average fans could be like, "Well, you got to get back a lot for those." We can get
1: them for McDavid, right? Yeah, It'll exactly. Send we'll send Zach up to up to Edmonton for McDavid. But you that, that is for
0: next podcast. All right, Lindsay. Bye. Bye.